This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. Get straight love and direct from the jungle studios. It's the one, the only LA, aka the Love Ambassador. Now, of course, it wouldn't be the Random Attractive Friends podcast with some would say one of the greatest podcast legends of all time, and I would agree. And uh, look, watch out, Time Magazine Person of the Year, because we've got a contender for you. The one, the only. Mr. Billy! <laughs> As usual, beautiful, beautiful intro. Thanks, man. Good. I'm not bad for Tuesday night, actually. <laughs> yeah, very, very upbeat. A lot of creativity. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed, my man. Most people on Tuesday are, are drained already. Especially oh, Tuesday yeah, no, night, you know. The of life. It's all good. It's all fun when you. You know, you're young and you're at school and you, you're at partying and and then you're just living to pay bills. <laughs> yeah, really, man. It catches up to you. It, it catches up to you. Can you just, like, think back to when you were a kid, like, say, when you were 12 and it was Christmas Eve? How different things are from then to now. Like, I also realise that, <laughs> that growing up in Australia, it was a little bit different. Because we used to leave like huge bottles of beer for Santa, so we had really? those. So you've got like <laughs> was that you? Like, your Foster's Lager. <laughs> well, actually, it was owned by Foster's of Victoria, uh-huh. which is a local brewery. And some yeah. shrimps on the barbie. Shrimps on the bar. So we used so we used to call them long necks, okay. and a long neck is I think it's about seven hundred mils of beer. So we used, to, <laughs> we used to leave fucking long necks at the bottom of the uh, fireplace for Santa. I mean, hindsight, really irresponsible. He would have been fucking blitzed by the time he was getting on and cracking Rudolph. <laughs> yeah. But then when you when you know what actually happens, you think about it. Parents wrapping gifts and putting them under the tree late at night. Probably wouldn't hurt to have a little bit of booze around. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, we always put out milk and cookies. That's it. What do you mean? What do you mean that Santa's not real? What are you trying to say here, bro? <laughs> what, what, are you, Santa, what are you trying to say? I didn't say that. As, as any expert on on the old Santa Claus knows, he only he only goes to the to the good children's home. Yeah, otherwise the bad ones get spanked. Well, they used to, but now it's not politically correct. Spanked. Now they just run wild like free children, and there's no consequences in life. We didn't anyway. have spanks. We had coal. You get you get coal for you get coal for Christmas if you're bad. Actually, there was one time I, as a joke for my sister, I bought her because they sold this as a as like a kind of a gag thing. It was a giant lump of <laughs> of hard licorice, but it looked like coal. <laughs> so I bought her a whole bag of that when she was little. God, she was so sad. She thought she'd like because she was still really young, right? Because I have a pretty big age gap with my sister. So she thought she did something wrong uh, when she was little. And then I, then I was like, oh no, it's just candy. Sorry, just kidding. It was a joke. 
Yeah, man. I, I, Christmas was like the biggest day of the year as a kid, man. It's just like that, that, that sense of like wonder and magic of some dude just showing up in your house to give you presents. Like, <laughs> and then there was the only Easter kids egg, could think the that. Easter bunny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that one, Easter bunny was a chocolate thing, man. It's like, you want some fucking Easter egg fight? Take these. Oh, let's just hide them everywhere. I I really, I cannot think of as a kid. And if I have kids, I think I understand now, like, why parents go through it. Because even me looking back at it, I would want my kids to experience the same sense of, you know, fun. I can't even put it into words when you're a kid and you know you you wake up probably the earliest you've ever woken up i don't even know how we got on this fucking topic but you you wake up so early you go you wake up well, your here, parents. Man, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. you go wake up your parents you're like mom dad mom dad he's here he's here we have to go up and gifts and of course they're fucking shot because they were up all night wrapping the fucking stuff or in my case extremely hungover because he's nicked the bottle of whiskey <laughs> So it's like, and then you go there and you're there just tearing freaking paper and you're just so excited and man, dude, I just, and then what I remember. What was your rule on uh, recycling, uh, recycling, <laughs> recycling present paper, paper? Was that, was that, you know, like you got your gifts? <laughs> was your mum ever like, we could recycle this paper, don't rip it open? No, 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 <laughs> so, no, yeah, no, like no, no, no. Under no, the no, stick no. tape gently? No, no. The only thing we had to uh, save were the bows. The you know, bows. Yeah, yeah, the ribbons and bows. That's the only thing, like, you know, we couldn't destroy or try to tear up at the paper. Yeah, it didn't matter. And I just, I mean, I think after I was really little, I didn't ask for toys as much. Like, I went through the phase. We should compare phases here, but obviously I'm younger than you. So the phases, your fate, your toy phase was probably longer than mine. But when I was really little, of course, I wanted toys. Then when from toys, I went to uh, trading cards. Like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. So, and do you have any that are worth any money? I don't know, actually. I actually called my mom not too long ago, and I and I was because I okay the Pokemon cards no because when I was a kid I I had cards that were worth money. However, I beat those things to shit because when you're a kid, the last thing you're thinking is that this piece of cardboard is going to be worth fifty thousand dollars one day, right? You're just there like, oh, I'm going to play my fucking Charizard and kick your ass, noob. Like, that's your that's your mindset. So you're there out, you know, you're sitting on the street corner, on the stoops, you're playing through, on the grass, the dirt, the, the pavement. I mean, you just destroy it as a kid. You, you don't even think anything about it. So I think, no, not worth because they were beat to hell. I gave them to my friend. Um, and then I collected a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. That I think I might have some cards that are worth something. So I told my mom to just check to see where the where they were because I, I think I have some stuff that might be worth a couple hundred bucks a card, maybe. And then but, after the after the cards, where did you go? Then uh then video games. And oh, then yeah. for a little bit after video, actually not for a little bit. I, I don't kind of remember how many years I did it. We talked about you remember the games workshop stuff? Mm -hmm. I was like addicted to that for years when I was growing up. So then that became my thing, like board games and games workshop. So I did that. And then eventually I went back to video games. And I think by the time I was like 15, 16, I probably 16. I, I honestly didn't really ask for anything anymore. 
I was kind of done. Like by the time, but for sure, when I was eighteen, I didn't ask for anything. I'm like, just don't give me anything. I don't care anymore. It's like maybe this or this, like a couple little things. But I, I really wasn't asking for. What about what about the uh, socks and jocks? Yeah, you, know, you, always, you always you always get clothes, of course. That's always thrown in there. Yeah, that, that's that was some, that's not know, what I, you're I, looking I, for as a kid, man. You know. <laughs> That's not what you're looking for. <laughs> I, I, I don't I, know about these modern millennials, mate. Maybe that's something that you're like, oh, God, I'd really like a couple of pair of Bonds jocks and some no, na- socks. <laughs> now, now, actually, you want to know what my favorite gift was when I got older? Was It, it actually was it was clothes. It was like, yeah, socks are cool. Underwear is cool. Um, what else? Uh, any kind of like T-shirts are fine. Like if they're a little big for me, doesn't matter. Cool and chocolate and when i i remember the first time i opened up my gifts and it was mostly clothes and fucking chocolate i was like yeah that's it it's all downhill from here this is what makes me happy now (laughs) some mint chocolates in the shape of penguins bro i love those things i would eat the whole box and just like within two hours of opening it would be gone loved it but can you eat the same amount of sweets that you uh, could at yeah. that age? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right, because I, I can't. No, I can't. I can't. Like, I, I, I can't. I, I can maybe do, like, a little bit of block of chocolate there, and then after that, I'm like... I can eat the whole bar. I fucking love yeah. it. I have a horrible sweet tooth. But my big issue, it's it's really horrible combo. If I start eating sweets, I can eat a lot. But then when I'm done, I need something salty afterwards. To take the taste out, <laughs> yeah. So you just, you just, you just go from, you go from an innocent bit of chocolate to a full blown three day bender. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it starts off, it kicks off. No, oh, look, I was, I was a toys. Um, yeah, I was actually really for. So my uncle was a was a taxi driver. Okay, and uh, he didn't have any kids, my rest in peace. So he was like, we used to, um. We used to every year. He used to take us shopping, and I actually didn't realize it at the time. This is why, for me, I'm I'm so passionate about um, working class people, even though I'm I'm what you probably call upper middle class, right? Because I saw like I saw the love of my uncle working the night shifts every night in the taxis, and he would save his money up and take me and my sister shopping, and he would just be like, "Have whatever you want." So we sort of started off, and it used to be like toys and you know yeah. the Kenworth trucks and because I was always obsessed with cars so everything to do with that and like then, Hot Wheels yeah bro yeah dude fuck yeah man <laughs> fuck I yeah I, and I, I had like the, I had like oh as a kid was Lego hot box little cars I had that um you know this the electric circuit race car oh you know, yeah yeah man fucking goes around in the circle yeah. So I had that. <laughs> that was during the period where I was uh, scared of robbers coming in, and and parenting was different then. They they used to just give you a, like a fucking six inch fishing knife when you were a child, and be like, in case you go fishing, you might need this. So I used to keep the fucking blade on underneath my pillow in case robbers came in. It's my sister's bedroom is next door to me. And I was like, fuck, if anyone was going to try and mess with my sister, bro, or my family, I'll come out of a fucking night. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the half Polish, half Scottish, mate. <laughs> it's just like, fuck it, we're going down, we're going down. 
So now I sort of start off, and then this will show my age immensely, but um, I went the first Nintendo, original, original Nintendo. Oh, nice, shit. Yeah, and then I had, uh, there was the World Cup 90, World Cup 94, mm. and then like Mario Brothers and, oh, and the shit OG like that. Mario, World man. Cup was later on, so I used to get games from my like original Nintendo. Yeah, and then uh, and then I was actually because I was always into music, so I, I went through a period of just getting like CDs. So like my uncle would take me like late nineties into the CD shop, and I'd just buy like a couple hundred bucks worth of CDs. Oh damn! Um, yeah, like was like just obsessed with like hip hop and stuff like that. Yeah, and then my folk, and then after a period, probably at like mid mid teens, like fifteen, sixteen, then just. I just got into cash money, bro. So and then I've just been on cash ever since. Yeah, I think that's but then about the crazy, craziest thing is, is that like I uh I, for some reason I never spent the the cash that I got for Christmas. I don't know why. Like I just kind of pocketed it. So and then I never banked it. <laughs> so, I was like, you know what, if the fucking grid goes off and the bank shut down, I'm gonna need something to barter. So I'll keep a couple of bucks spare, <laughs> a couple of bucks spare, hidden around if we were in stash houses. Mm. Um, so I've got some, <laughs> so I've got something to barter with in the next six or seven events. So yeah, but yeah, it was. I think it's a progression for everyone, right? Because you get, you do get over a period of toys, but fuck, man, my Lego collection was just completely insane. You ever, play with, uh, you ever play with, uh, I also love Legos, but you ever play with something called Lincoln Logs? No, I never heard of it. Never? Okay. Maybe it's a US thing. It's like, it's like Legos for little, like, smaller kids, because it's not as many pieces you can swallow. It's harder to put well, it in. Well, I grew up in the 80s and 90s. I didn't give a fuck. No, nah, but I mean, if you're like, <laughs> if you're like three or four, you know, you play with this, you play with this kind of stuff. Because yeah, no. you know, three years old, they put everything in their freaking mouth. But uh, that it's like, I'm okay. You could still, I think, swallow some pieces, but I think it would be easy to get out because they're they're quite large. Yeah, it's sort of like Legos, but a lot more straightforward. But I love Legos. No, nah, we just we just had my I, I just had this fucking huge fucking cupboard just just full to the roof of Lego. It was just I don't know, it's fucking. Nuts. And you know, it was even crazier. During that period, my old man wasn't working because yeah. it was a huge recession in Australia. So when I was like three, four years old, it was a fucking massive. It was essentially a depression, but they never called it. Um, so I mean, props to my parents for even putting together like awesome Christmases because there was yeah. quite a few years where they they just you know my mum worked at Victoria at the market selling tablecloths. Like that was that was a sole income. So yeah, yeah. Well, it was pretty cool. Anyway, what else is news, man? Uh, no, it's actually, I wanted to add, so your first system was a Nintendo. Yeah, the original. Um, Mario, original Mario Brothers, what, which still how, to this day, are just, it's fucking amazing balls. How did you progress through the video game? Like, did you get Nintendo, then stop for a long time, then get, like, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, or what, what, what was the progression? Did you get uh, handhelds in actually, there? Like it was points? actually a slow progression because I, I myself had an original Nintendo, mm. but then my friends that lived like maybe 100 metres away from my house, 
they had SNES and uh, 64. Mm. So I went original SNES, 60, like Golden Iron 64 was yeah. just, it was so good. Oh, and that Mario Kart, Mario Kart 64 was good. And yeah, then yeah. Uh, PlayStation, PlayStation, not for ages, bro, maybe PlayStation three maybe four probably oh. playstation four actually you never had two no damn playstation 2 i basically was, uh... went i basically went nintendo 64 and then i forgot what it was the wii oh nintendo yeah wii. yeah yeah so I had nintendo wii and then um yeah i was actually over in perth when i first got a playstation so it would have been playstation 4 oh. and then now now into p5 uh. No, my first was PlayStation 1, and I didn't even ask for it. I just got it for Christmas. Like, So then that's what got me hooked on video games ever, ever since then. So I went PlayStation, then GameCube. Fucking loved GameCube. Then... Oh, my GameCube was one of those weird things that, like, those that had it absolutely loved it. I but loved for it. For some reason, it never took off in Australia. Dude, I love GameCube. I, I remember if you bought the first GameCube, it came with a collector's edition Zelda game, which had oh, yeah, right. the, the original Zelda, the second Zelda, then Zelda Ocarina of Time, which is probably one of my favorite video games freaking ever. Definitely top five. And then uh, Majora's Mask. And it was, oh, dude, there were so many good games. Wasn't GameCube. the Donkey Kong good and um, the GameCube as well. I don't think I, I don't think I played Donkey Kong on GameCube. I played Super Mario Sunshine on GameCube. That game was the shit. I love Super Mario Sunshine. You go around with like a water pump on your back. You have to clean up the freaking island towns and stuff. Oh, so much fun. Uh, then I went from I went I went from that to PlayStation Two, but I kept the GameCube, so I had both. I still actually I still have my GameCube. It still works. <laughs> it's still it's still okay. It's still kicking. And then uh, PS2 went to Xbox 360, so I turned my back on the PS3. And I went that to was Xbox good. Halo was always good on Xbox. Dude, Halo was freaking Halo 3 and Halo Reach on Xbox 360 were the that that to me like I know this is probably like a boomer thing saying like back in my day or like when I had it right. But I just remember how much fun I had playing Xbox 360 from freaking all of the Call, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty World of War, freaking uh, uh, the Halo 3, Halo Reach, uh, Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2. Like, all these games were freaking Xbox 360. I just remember how much freaking fun it was. You come back from school, you, you know, don't do your homework because fuck it, you'll do it tomorrow before class. You'll get it done. Uh, and uh, you just you just freaking gamed, man. And I'll always remember, like, you wake up in a snow day, you know, because my dad would always leave for work, like, super, super early. Uh, and he would always get really pissed off because sometimes you get snow days when for sure we don't deserve them uh, because it's not even that bad. So he would always kind of wake up really early to go because he, I think I told you before, he worked at, like, a newspaper, like, the, the, like the, the, warehouse, the logistics yeah. hub, warehouse part of it, yeah um so he'd wake me up and he'd be like oh you, you have snow day i'd be like oh fuck yeah i would go back to sleep but i wouldn't sleep in i would wake up early me and all my friends we would wake up early we would go out 
Oh, we have to shovel the driveway, right? You have to shovel the backyard, pat to the trash cans, the driveway. You have to get all that done. And then you're then you're good to go. So you do that right early in the fucking morning. And then you just game. You game from like 10 a.m. to freaking. Ah. And if, if you were lucky enough to have a snow day on a Friday, I don't know how many times we would game till like 6 a.m. the next day. We would start at like 10 a.m. and go to 6 a.m. And I would sleep for like four what hours. What was your games? Halo, you were playing in cold. Halo, COD, Left 4 Dead. Those are the only three things we needed. That was it, man. That's all we needed. We would play that all fucking Did you night. have um, head, headsets and everything by then? Was that yeah, in? Yeah, dude. It was all on. Everything was online, man. It was all like, and that was in the days of like the real trash talk. That was no rules, no sensitivity training, no, you know, no diversity inclusion. This was just pure, unabetted, you know, not it was it was horrendous the things that were said online i remember some of the things i said and i look back I'm like that was really disgusting but you know you say something like that like you say the stuff that i used to hear playing online now you just get reported and banned permanently back then it was like dude the, the fucking waiting rooms and those things like you didn't you like specifically sometimes would stay in game chat just to talk shit and it would just be like 16 people because I think it was ABA or whatever it was. You'd have or, or, or 20 people, 10, 10, 10. I don't remember what it was. But fuck, man. You would just have 16 people just just saying the nastiest shit, all yelling over one. And then eventually you would have like two people who just like would really go at it and everybody would be fucking quiet. And then somebody would say something and be like, oh, damn. And like the whole fucking chat. Dude, it was so fucking ridiculous. Now everything. But oh, I had that happen. Oh. <laughs> I had that happen to me the other day when I was playing COD. Oh, really? I was just sitting there and I, and I load in and I'm minding my own business. And, and, and this guy just goes, he goes, oh, Jay Boogie 21. And then he just starts fucking unleashing. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, luckily, luckily my boss has prepped me for this instead of getting upset. Give as good as you get. So I'm fucking unleashed on him. And then all their mates are listening in the conversation. And then their mates are like, oh, fucking Jay Boogie's ripping you and you, a-hole, yeah. bro. <laughs> fucking Jay Boogie's got you. You're fucked, bro. So then I was like, who wants some more? Who wants some more? And then I, then I was like, calling all of their mates. And by the end of the game, they're like, mate, that was <laughs> We will never bag you out if we play you again. That was yeah. fucking brutal. <laughs> I, I always remember the fucking, like, you have some bipolar people on there, man. It was so much fun. You'd be, like, full on, like, screaming, yelling, and then, like, next minute, they'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, someone else asked you a question, you'd be like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, dude, I, I, I just remember those days. Those were the... But then once I went to... Once I left the high school, that was it, man. Once I went to college, we didn't really do that anymore. And I and then I went from 360, went to PS4, because Xbox tried doing all this, all these fucking shenanigans... They were like, oh, you, uh, you you, can't play it unless you're online all the time and you can't share games anymore because every game would pretty much have like a registered Yeah, code and they went key. through a really weird... They basically stuffed the brand up. Yeah, they fucked themselves. And once they came out with that, like me and all my friends who loved Xbox 360 before, we used to make fun of PS3 all the time. Once they came out with that, we're like, yo, fuck you, dude. We're all going to go to three... You know, we're going to go to PS4, which worked out, you know, fine. PS4 was a great system. Mine worked for... 10 years before the thing finally crapped out. Uh, I don't have PS5 yet. I'm still playing on PS4, but 
Yeah. But I'm not like, it's not the same anymore. I, I don't know, man. I, I remember all the time saying I would never get tired of video games and I still don't, but the kind of games I like, I mean, you know, the kind of games I like now, I don't mind playing shooters. I just get way mm. too hype and I eventually I give myself a headache because I yell so much, but Dude, even those, even the game I introduced you to, I yell at that game. I fucking rage like crazy at that game sometimes. Oh, Warhammer. Yeah, dude, I get, I go nuts. I was playing it on. Um... I can understand. I mean, I'm still in tutorials trying to learn Warhammer too, but <laughs> I yeah. can understand the rage that people would experience dude. when like, you dude. haven't properly placed. <laughs> Warhammer 2, I'm going to be honest, if you play Warhammer 2 on easy, it's not that bad. Even normal, it's not that bad. I was playing Warhammer 3, the new one on normal. Dude, it's a, it is a absolute fucking clusterfuck. It is like everybody near you is just like, yeah, we're going to fucking kill you. And, and I'm like, what? Like, why? Like, because it, it's supposed to, it's like, supposed to. Sounds like having, a, sounds like living like, a, sounds like living as a conservative. <laughs> no, no in, in, in this one, it's like, imagine you're a conservative, right? In this sense. And your neighbor is a conservative and the guy, your other neighbor is a liberal. The liberal is going to declare war on you first. And then your conservative neighbor will be like, yeah, fuck them. And he'll declare war too. So I literally had, <laughs> it, it, dude, it makes no sense because the game is supposed to be lore based, right? And the idea is you have like the forces of like, quote unquote good versus the forces of quote unquote like evil slash chaos even though everyone you know the good side isn't necessarily good but they're better than the evil side like i had people who were on the good side all fucking declaring war on me while i'm fighting all the people on the evil side trying to save them so they can help me dude i i i got so fed up i was like this is just fucking ridiculous because it's it, it, it there's no logic behind it it I, I hope they fix it the second one has as better better balancing i find in this one it's just like people are just well, the play. disappointing thing is you waited what six months for warhammer 3 oh no i still i still love it i still love it i don't mind it, it it's much more challenging but i want it to be more realistic is my only thing I, I still love the game don't get me wrong but i don't it has to have a little bit more realism like it, the one i wanted you to get right before this was on sale was rome total war 2 like in that one actually you know your culture your religious background whatever will make it less likely for your neighbors to declare war on you if you have the same cultural background. If they're, say, like, if you're playing as, like, a, a Celtic nation and you have a neighbor who's, you know, a different tribe or something, and then Rome is right below you, you know, you guys are going to team up on Rome first before he, like, attacks. So it was a little bit more balanced in that sense. Whereas this one, it's just like, you know, everyone's just out the fucking the bum hole. And fuck that I did got. I didn't got, I did got, get, get, fuck. <laughs> you know, actually, a re an, an interesting thing on uh, Celtic you're talking about. First of all, uh, Celtic Football Club beat Rangers 4 0 on your boys. Um, but the interesting thing is that actually, um, uh, Celtic and Islands are Irish Gaelic, right? Yeah. Do you know it's the same as Sanskrit in India? So the, Indian native language has the same words as Irish Gaelic. Really? For like doctor and, and everything else. And Did then you... I was reading this book. Yeah. I was reading this book on the Celtic culture and it was like, yeah, they just spread further than anyone, you know, cares to admit. I, I always wondered because they always had this, uh, you always heard about this 
this thing about oh, this culture was here, this culture was here. But now it's becoming more prevalent. People saying that actually there was one, you know, one massive culture that actually influenced everybody else, and now it's kind of dis, you know, disappeared. And I was watching some video. I honestly, I have to give them more time, but I just need time to sit down and really focus in on it. About they're 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 digging up all of these like old buildings, old artifacts. Sometimes entire cities and towns that have been covered in mud and dirt. So they're saying. I think one of them, a big one, is in Iraq as well. They find all of these absolutely gorgeous artifacts in cities and and and. Not still, I mean, what's left of the cities, right? But it's all practically covered in 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 ground, and they're excavating all of it, and it's happening all over the yeah, place. The uh, Sumerians, wasn't oh, it? Before yeah. them, even before them, they're saying. So now it's becoming yeah, more. Right. It's becoming more that there's there. It's people are thinking that. Well, that actually, was like with the droughts in Europe. They uh, they found a new Stonehenge in Spain. It was at the bottom um, of some riverbed, yeah, and it was like because it had dried out, they yeah. discovered this like, new Stonehenge. I heard there was something in Russia where they actually found, like near Moscow, almost a whole other city that was pretty much underneath where Moscow was built. Well, there was also because you know you've got um, what is it? Uh, but you know you got the Neanderthals, Homo sapiens. And I forgot. I forgot the ones in Europe that died out. They the Neanderthals? No. Neanderthals died. Anyway, out. so that in, in 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 Russia, there's actually like a set was a separate human race that eventually kind of died out. Same as in, in uh, Indonesia, there was a separate race of essentially like really small, uh, small people, like four foot something. Hobbits. But in Russia, they've in Russia they've found the skeletons and and everything of um of uh you know people you know what what were essentially a form of people in, in evolution i'll so, be honest i, mean, I it, think it's all made up the more the more time that goes by i think it's i think most of our history is just fucking bullshit and that they keep discovering new stuff and they kind of keep it keep it on the down low because they don't want to disrupt things that have been accepted for for so 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 long, I think right? His, I think history was was very Eurocentric. I mean, it's like half the problem. So you know, as as, as the listeners know, I was in in Tanzania only a couple of months ago in Dar es Salaam, and you go to Dar es Salaam, and um, there it's like nice beaches and you know resorts and restaurants, but tourist wise, there's not much to see like at all, bar the museum. Yeah. And you go into the museum, and it's like these two European people discovered, quote-unquote, discovered all these ancient, you know, relics and bones and, mm. you know, early humanity and everything like that, where it's like, well, it was always there. They didn't really discover it. I think that, in, it's my own opinion, I think the one thing that they, they really underestimate is how interconnected through trade and travel ancient civilizations were I, I i don't think that they fully they fully comprehend or they knew that it was happening and it didn't fit the narrative of you know the the savages for lack of bread expression of the colonial times so they kind of slipped it under the rugs and i think also the other problem with 
that we have now is we'll have two problems with history now. One is that everyone's trying to rewrite the history books, right? So now everyone's done everything, which is fucking insane. And secondly, to the British Museum, can you return the shit? Like, enough is enough. I've had it. Like, you know, they're like, they have just basically walked around and stolen everything, and then they refuse to give it, give it back. Mm. Of course, you've got Africa and Latin America or whatever. They're not even giving it back to the Greeks. They, like, stole half the fucking, <laughs> half the fucking mm. Acropolis, and they're still like, nah, we're not giving it back. Uh, so, I mean, look, you know, time will tell. Bring it back into gaming. That's a good. Mm. That's the good thing about Civilization Six, mate. It uh, teaches you all the ancient civilizations. That's that's my thing, though. I don't. I I don't. I don't. I don't know how true it is. Like, how true is it, really? Right. I I don't know, man. I don't. I I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't believe anybody. I think everyone's a liar. Like it's like well, if, if you're gonna tell me like anything that happened before the year. Uh, say maybe even seventeen hundred. Okay, maybe not that. Maybe not that. Maybe like sixteen hundred. Uh, to me, it could be absolute utter bullshit. Like even everything we know about ancient Rome, other than like some of the things we we've excavated and such. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know if I believe all of it. I mean, it's cool. It's it's a really cool story and everything. But if you even look at who was the Pope, Pope Gregory or whatever, who decided to change the 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 calendar year to make himself feel important, and then you look it's into a, a lot calendar. of the fucking uh, like the Charlemagne or whatever, like they they just copied actual like ancient stories and a plot. What was that period like the the dark the dark ages, right? Where there's not enough history written down or there's some things written down. And then some people looked at some of the records that were kept and they said that actually if you take the names in these stories, again, this is a like the the way I'm explaining this is this is a kindergarten level. There's much smarter people who do this kind of stuff, but this is just something I've read that made me think that shit wasn't legit, especially when all these monks and shit were writing in their little monasteries you know, doing what they were told and then it became doctrine practically. And that's what everybody accepted. But they said, if you took the names of these people and actually look back at historical events, you could replace the names of those people with, you know, the previous people. And the situation would have been almost exactly the same. Like all the famous oh, the battles. Was wars. Stolen. What's say again? The information was stolen. What, what I, I don't even know if it's way. stolen. Like what if, what if it was just absolutely blatantly fucking fabricated? And they're like, hey, this is what we want people to think because it works out for us. And information wasn't, it was controlled, if anything. It wasn't stolen as much as controlled. And especially back well, then, man, you like, know, like everyday fucking farmer, your fucking uh, butcher boy, he's not going to know shit. Some dude yeah, can read. You, he's like, you, I believe you, you. You've just got to look at what's the most common read Bible, the King James Bible, by King James. Like, he literally. He literally had the translations, and then when they translated it, they translated it completely differently. They they like they completely altered the into English what it was from American Greek and Hebrew and and whatever it was like. So that that's that's why people are so so quote unquote rediscovering history because it's never it's never the same. You know, this, it's, this is a it's good never topic, stagnant. and it, 
it's a shame we're running out of time. But one thing I want to end with is I don't remember who the guy was or what the name of the historian was. But he said, nowadays, there's no such thing as a historian. And I 100% agree with him because most historians just quote previous historians. And it's the same people quoting other books that other historians wrote. And maybe they try, they find one like little letter that they think they can make some money off writing a whole new book and they try to build it around this new, you know, piece of info that's been released. And I think it's true. And I think if you try to break rank, it's no different than in the science community. If you try to break rank, they fucking, you know, they, they ostracize you and they say, go fuck, fuck yourself. You're not part of our club anymore. And you won't get any university to hire you. You won't get any funding for your research and you're completely shit on. The amount of control of information now is, I think, very high. And it kind of goes unnoticed, especially in history, because history is always seen as something as like a more of a fun subject or just a hobby. Right. But I think the further back you go, the worse it is. It's also who's funding, who's funding it. Yeah, of course. And what's their agenda for funding it? Yeah, and that's, that's just that's a pause the biggest everything. thing. Yeah. Less than 50 seconds, bro. So All it's right, been a real right. one, brother. Yeah, man. It was a good one. I thought maybe we keep it a little bit more lighthearted this time. We're always talking about how the world's going to end and pink-haired whale people are going to take over. But, you know, keep it, keep it good for now. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Whale people. We've we'll, we'll all jumped into a few whales, mate. No lie. Can't, can't, <laughs> can't, can't, can't say I have. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, See you, dude. See you, dude. <laughs> <laughs>